1: and welcome to Season 8 of Mads World. I'm your host Mads and thank you so much for returning to listen to Season 8. If you've been enjoying the show, please remember to subscribe, rate and review the podcast as it helps me reach more people or just tell a friend about it. This week I'm joined by London-based comedian Alexandra Haddo. Alex gigs all over the UK and she is taking her debut show, Not My Finest Hour, up to the Edinburgh Fringe this year. She is also the founder of Indie Amnesty, an indie Britpop and rock and roll club night that puts on nights in London, Margate and soon to be Glasgow. In this episode, we discuss some of our funniest date stories, Alex's most embarrassing moments, alongside the worst dating advice we've ever heard, combined with all of your submissions. Hello, Alex. Hello
0: how are you i'm good i'm well i'm functioning it's february i am
1: back in the world I love to hear that. I feel like January in London is a very depressing place, so I've, I have skipped it, I went to Australia, and it was the best thing ever, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you, you did the right thing, 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, well, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast, and you were recommended to me as someone who was one of his favourite comedians, one of his favourite female comedians by Ali Woods, who is doing really well at the moment. Oh, horrible man. No, he's... <laughs> The nice, the
0: nicest man in comedy. He's so nice.
1: I wonder if he'll be listening to this. If he is, hi Ali. I know. Yeah,
0: we're going to Barcelona next week for a gig. So no
1: way. Be fun. Yeah. That's so fun. You'll have to tell him that we did this. I know. Um, so let's get stuck into our speed date question round and then I want to chat to you about the worst dating advice that both you and I have ever received and yes. um, I've asked all of you out there listening of your worst dating advice and then Alex has also got some too. So <laughs> <laughs> let's jump into these questions. So the first one is, which current trend really bothers you? This, okay, so this is,
0: I just went for general trends, but it's kind of related to dating in a way. Um my thing at the moment, I'm, I'm kind of writing my show, uh, my first hour show, and it's called Not My Finest Hour, and it's about Amazing. doing bad things and just kind of admitting it, and my pet peeve at the moment with trends is people that have done something wrong, and on social media they're kind of like blaming absolutely anything else, <laughs> but, like rather than just kind of admitting that they've done something wrong, like when yeah. they say you don't know, like oh, um I saw somebody the other day that had clearly, you know, screwed up their own relationship. And you could just tell by the tone that it was their own fault, but they were just kind of there being like, trusting myself more for 2023. Like, um, <laughs> s- sometimes I can be loud and bold and, like, you know, but that's just who I am. And it's just like, oh. you've obviously done something wrong and that's fine. Or, like, people are like, oh, well, you know, I I cheated on this person or I did this or whatever because of, you know, my star sign or whatever. It's oh like, my shut God. up. Like,
1: Literally, it's like people, yeah, when celebs do something and get cancelled and they put out some bullshit apology. Or, like, when Balenciaga had that horrible campaign yes. that was, like, exploiting children and their apology was like, we would never do that. But you did, you did do yeah, it. You literally exactly did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's always
0: some mad, like mad excuse yeah. politicians as well, obviously, like it's some bull, like, bullshit or whatever. And you're like, just say, yeah. do you know what? I'm really sorry I was wrong.
1: Yeah. Even Lizzo did it. And she had a song where she said like, it was like a like a slur against disabled people. And she's like, sorry, I didn't know it was bad. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah the song's out now you did too late somebody should have seen this you know like somebody should have surely oh god yeah anyway well that's a good one I totally agree the next question is who is your current celeb crush okay do
0: you know what I wrote down a few of my current celebrity crushes and
1: I've realized is it Ali Woods (laughs) it's Ali
0: Woods okay Um... (laughs) I wrote down my, my current ones and they're all mm-hmm. basically the the men, mostly Irish men, nominated for Oscars this year. <laughs>
1: oh my god, love that. Is one of them Paul Mescal?
0: Paul Mescal, obviously, who, oh. one of the most embarrassing, things think ties into one of your other questions actually, but yeah. one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done. Paul oh Mescal god. is the only celebrity I have ever like DM'd thirstily on Instagram. Oh my
1: god, we have something in common. Have you done it as well? He blocked me on Insta. <laughs> No! So before he was famous, I found out he was going to be in Normal People like because they cast him and it was sort of like his breakthrough role. And I messaged him because I read the book and I was like obsessed with it. So I messaged him and I was like, hey, or something, because like he only had like 5,000 followers. And he answered, he like sent me a picture of him and his friend at the pub or something. And then I was with my friend Dan and we were drinking and we were like, come over and hang out with us or something. And he just blocked me. (laughs) When, this is once he had like a million followers because I was like, oh my God, he's going to still see it. And then he literally booked me and then – now everyone's being like to me, he doesn't even have social media, you're making it up. And I'm like, yeah, he used to. Yeah, like- he did
0: when it came out. Yeah, because I DM'd him when it came out. And um, What did you say? And do you know what? This is so embarrassing. I DM'd him being like, <laughs> just want to say I thought your acting was amazing in normal <laughs> people. Because my thought process was like, <laughs> everyone else will be like thirsting him or like saying mm-hmm. he's really mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I will compliment his acting skills and therefore I, thought, I will be differentiated from the crowd um, did he reply
1: no I don't think did he he, even
0: did he block you not that I know of but now I'm worried that he did um Maybe. but no I don't think he ever even saw it I don't, and then he didn't and then like I say he deleted social media but yeah uh, um it's mainly him yeah Colin Farrell Bill Nye, and then obviously Mick Lynch
1: Oh, my God. That's a good list. I think mine is all four men from the 1975 and especially Maddie Healy. And I'm (laughs) I'm grossed out at myself. But my TikTok algorithm is just him over and over and over. And I'm like, it's gaslighting me into fancying him when I probably don't. Yeah, I'm worried about him. I don't know
0: whether he's like insanely cool or like (sighs) we should all be worried. You know, that's the vibe that I'm getting at the moment.
1: Yeah. And is it method acting like the whole drinking a bottle of wine on stage, the pretending to cry? I'm like, is it just like all part of the bit or is it? I don't know. It's very confusing. I know. I don't know.
0: My ex-boyfriend from years ago is is pals with him or was pals with him growing up. And now I'm like, that's mad. I think – no, I don't think I met him. But I remember them being like, oh, he's in a band. And, like, they seem to be, like, doing doing all right, actually. And now, you know, they're massive. Yeah.
1: I love them. The next question I have is, favorite recent pop culture moment or meme? Oh, this was quite – do you know what? Meme –
0: like – I use them all the time and then when you ask mm-hmm. when you get asked about them you're like what the hell yeah um I have a few for this um one of my favorite things recently was Madonna um announcing her <laughs> world tour in that weird video where they're mm-hmm. all sat on like a round table <laughs> and it's like Meg Stalter the comedian Amy was there yeah uh, yeah and like loads of other there were some other people that but kind of everyone was like? Okay, what an eclectic mix of people. Great. Yeah. And um it was such a weird, contrived, like scripted video that was supposed to not be scripted. Oh my and god! I just thought it was like the weirdest vibe in the world. Um, I need
1: to go watch this. I've never seen it. And have I've, you not? I, it's it's I on your Instagram. On Madonna's. I don't think I follow Madonna, yeah. but I'm going to have to go look. But I do follow Meg Slater. Is it Slater or Salter? I don't know. So, but I don't know. Robert. Maybe it is
0: Slater, but Stalter,
1: I think it is. Oh, Stalter. That's right. Yeah. I'll and, definitely go and check it out. That sounds weird. I
0: thought it, And I thought it was weird, right? And then I went on Meg Stalter's Instagram and she was like, here I am announcing Madonna's World Tour. No, I, d- I don't know why either. And I think like Madonna's people just sort of, because a friend of a friend like, went for dinner with her that lives in LA like a few months ago. And I saw on her Instagram and my mate was like, Yeah, she just basically got a call from Madonna's people like being like, She just wants to like get a group of interesting people together and have dinner. So I what? just love the idea that these people were just sort of brought, you know, in a blacked out like vehicle to a oh random sort of Warehouse just to an ad- announcement on a tour, and they've never met each other or her. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you know what this reminds me of is that Elton John had like a Christmas dinner with like eight different people, and it's just musicians that he likes, and he just invited them over, and it was like Dua Lipa, Sam Fender, like a bunch. of really? Yeah, and it was, they were all just at Elton John's house having dinner, and posted like a family photo, and I was just like, the idea that Elton John can just invite over. Eight of his favorite celebs and just have dinner, like so random. Sure. But like, why, why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, he can actually do like the you know the dream dinner party thing whenever he wants. Essentially, yeah.
1: And I think someone made a good joke. It was like about. Um... Because it was it was lo- loads of queer people, like all LGBT musicians and stuff, yeah, apart yeah. from Sam Fender and Dua Lipa. But actually, I don't even know if they are. But then everyone was like, "Dua, don't get on the boat," because White Lotus had come out. Have you seen White Lotus?
0: I haven't, but I feel like I have. Because, oh yeah,
1: you yeah. Know. So. That was probably one of my favorite memes was that Julie was there with all the gays and it was just like a Jennifer Coolidge moment where she was like, these gays, they're trying to kill trying me. Trying to kill me. Yeah, i am seeing that meme, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so good. Um, next question is, before we get into your funniest date story, is what's your most embarrassing moment? We spoke briefly about this before, but... I mean, you know,
0: aside from DMing Paul Mescal. Um- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most embarrassing moment. Um, this honestly sounds like a cliche thing, but it was absolutely true. Um, an electrician came around to my house house in oh god to like check the socket you know like your landlord turns around to like check the sockets or whatever basically mm-hmm. like, basically like a checkup on the electrics in your house and the day before I'd been filming a sketch because obviously you know all comedy was off and I'd been filming this sketch and I had this massive bright pink dildo right which <laughs> I'd never i genuinely I'd bought in earnest but it was absolutely huge and horrible and cheap and disgusting but it was, and it was like luminous <laughs> pink oh my um, god I know. And I genuinely, I got it out of the box. I got it maybe, (laughs) honestly, like five years ago, right? Never used it. Because I got it out and I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm. And obviously you're like, how do you throw that away? Do you just put it in the bin? Whatever. So I just never had... And because of this sketch that I was doing, I was oh like, it, it, it needed to have like a sex toy it or whatever. And yeah. I was like brandishing it around. And because it was so ludicrous, it looked really good in the sketch. <laughs> and I'd left, i just put it on my desk, you know, like, because I'd done no. the sketch here. Like, where I'm sat here. And the guy came <laughs> in the next day and he was just like, I just check the sockets in your room. And my housemate started laughing. And it was like, it was all in a split second where I was like, oh my God, she's realised what was, because we... Yeah. You know, it has just there. been there overnight, you know? Oh. My and then he God. just walks in and, and I had to say I went bright red because I was like, I'm gonna have to acknowledge it before he does because <laughs> yeah. that's even Don't weirder. mind the dildo on the table. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, sorry, I'm a comedian and like this is this is for a sketch that I've been doing and he was like he <laughs> He, to be fair to him, he was so, like, he was such a good sport. He was so, he was cracking up. I ended up, oh he ended up God. coming to one of my gigs, like. Really? Like, when lockdown ended, yeah. But, like, he was cracking up, and, and we had, like, a proper good laugh about it. But for a second, I was like, this could go so wrong if he was, you know,
1: Oh, my God. That is horrendous. Stimily. I love it, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was just something that it was, like, upended on my table, you know? Like.
1: Yeah, just, like, and, like, freshly used if it's yeah, it out, looked, yeah, you know? It looked,
0: it looked triumphant is how I would yeah. describe it. it was, that was bad. Yeah. Proud of itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it
1: looked. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. I, on, on this podcast, because it is a dating podcast, I love to ask people their funniest date story ever, so it can be weird, embarrassing, terrible or it can even be a good one if you really want but what is your funniest date story
0: i i was struggling to pick one because they all have their kind of own, their own little idiosyncrasies you know um but i got i think probably the weirdest one definitely the one that sprung to mind anyway is one that i got set up I, my friend who i know really well i've known her since i was like 11 like set me up set me up with this guy and she was like, do you know what? Even if you don't fancy him, you'll have like a really fun night. And I quite enjoy that. Like some people really hate being set up. But I always think, well, no, that person kind of knows me and they know the other person. Yeah. You know? Um. So surely it's going to be it's going to be good. Um. And I got there. So basically I'd said I was doing a gig and I was really, really busy that week. And I said to him, like, oh, you know. I don't want to invite you to a gig because it's a bit like come and look yeah. at me for a date. I think it's a weird vibe. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, whoa, well, look, you, you seem to be really busy, which was true. Like, I wasn't fobbing him off. Mm. And he was like, so why don't I just, I love comedy anyway. Honestly, mm. I'll just come. We'll go for a drink before it and then we can go for a drink after it. And I was like, are you definitely sure? Like, all this kind of thing. He was like, no, no, no. Honestly, I really, I, I really enjoy comedy. I promise you it won't be weird. I was like, okay, fine. Um, oh, no. So, and we got, I got there and he was just yeah. like, visibly stoned i mean like so what? high yeah and and then like he he already had a drink as well and he was not what i was expecting like he's oh my not God. like physically what my friend had sort of said either
1: yeah yeah um
0: and that's and by the way that's not like a slight on him it's just that that's not what she described right yeah for sure. um and uh so i was like okay fine like you know no worries, um, you know. Keep an open mind. He might be, yeah. uh, might be a bit nervous or whatever. And then, like, he had like a bite on his hand that was infected, and he like t- told me all about it and like showed me it. Um, wait,
1: uh, a human bite, like from a bug, like no, no, from a, a, a
0: bug, from a bug or something.
1: Like, oh my god, I was um, thinking like Last of Us, like a on Oh my like god, bite?
0: <laughs> Sorry, just had a quite a rough sexual encounter from last <laughs> night that's still on me now. Um, oh yeah, and. um so that, yeah there was that and then there was loads of weird stuff so like at the oh yeah at the break I went down to like get us a drink and I was like oh, yeah. I, ca- I can't see him maybe he's like um you know maybe he's gone outside for a cigarette or something mm. and then he just like put his face here and he was like hello oh my god I was, like, I was like oh hello you you scamp um and then after it like there was loads there was loads more stuff than this but what I can remember yeah. is like he was telling me that he was in he was in like a hip hop duo. Oh my um, god! It's important to note that he was white, um, and uh, he also was in a, like a screech metal band. And I was no. like, "Oh great, okay, you know that's cool." Like, and he was, I was like, "What do you do in your in your um, in your band?" And he was like, "I'm the singer. Just helps me get all my rage out because I hate everything and everyone."
1: And oh my like, god!
0: Great, great. What? Yeah, it was mad. And then he like basically said like loads of my stuff in my comedies about how like you know um not adhering to the sort of traditional timeline like I don't necessarily want to get married like not against marriage or anything yeah yeah yeah. you know that kind of thing like I don't really think I want kids that kind of that like you know playing with those sort of ideas and stuff yeah yeah he basically was just like are you not panicking though because you're really old and I was like wow (gasps) what
1: all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about Healthcare short-term plans at
1: uh1.com. Has he ever been on a date? And also, I would have been so mad at my friend for this. I know. It was, it was
0: like, so weird. And then, like, what? I did that thing where I just had to lie on the spot and say, like, because at the end, you know, like, he was walking the same way as yeah. me. So I was like, Oh, actually, I've got a shoot really early in the morning, so oh my I'm going like, to stay with my friends who lived around the corner. My friend did live around the corner. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was like, "All oh, right." And then he, like, asked me if I wanted to go out again.
1: And I was like, what? no. What? But it's like, no. did, you, did he have fun? Like, But what? that's the thing. And, like, my friend uh... insisted
0: that he wasn't high. And I was like, it's even weirder if he wasn't high.
1: Like, <laughs> is, that, is that just him? Like, <laughs> is he generally like that? <laughs> yeah.
0: There was loads more stuff as well that I'll probably remember throughout the the night but I had to just constantly be like
1: oh my god cool yeah 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 like you know <laughs> oh that is horrendous yeah I hate having to do the fake lie at the end to get out of it like oh and, and it's so obvious as well I know. like there was one I was on this date with this guy who was just like mansplaining crypto to me and saying how he like his friend who cheats on his girlfriend is a really good boyfriend because cheating allows him to get that out of his system and I'm like right okay and we were in Soho and I was like oh and he was like openly homophobic and stuff as well Ah. so then at at the end of the date I was like oh actually like um oh I was no it wasn't the at the end of the day it was like two drinks in I was like I actually like some of my gay friends are out in Soho like I'm I'm actually uh, gonna go meet them and he's like oh well I came all the way into the city for this and I was like oh well you know I'm just gonna go anyway. Yeah, and
0: just left. I think that's the best way to be there. Like, what? Well, because that's why I hate um like online dating and stuff. I'm not very good at apps or anything like that. It's like,
1: horrible. I think
0: it's just because I'm like, oh god, if I've got to spend the whole evening, I'm too like polite. Like, I respect you for getting out of that. Do you know what I mean? Honest.
1: Well, it was actually hard to do because I after the first drink, I was like, I actually just. Want to leave so bad, but I felt like maybe I wasn't giving him enough. Like maybe he was just nervous. But yeah, then he was just saying how he loves like Seth. Um, no, not Seth Rogan. Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, that's and a red flag. It was so, like, <laughs> everything he said was just, and he was just so condescending. Like he was. I was actually like, I thought I was being punked. Like it was the yeah, worst, yeah, yeah. worst date ever. And then yeah, I mean. I probably normally would just stay, but it was that bad. I was like, I actually can't. And I can't sit here and listen to this. Especially when he started being like openly racist and stuff. I was like, is this, are you real? Like you're a real guy? What the fuck? Yeah, it was so weird. So weird. Yeah, okay, that topped mine, I think. Like at least he
0: wasn't racist.
1: Yeah, at least he was just stoned and probably not doing (laughs) (laughs) much. Do you know what? I think it was on me and Ali's like second date. I came to watch his comedy show. Oh yeah. That's how I know him. Cause oh we- is it? Yeah because we went on a few dates and um, he was like emceeing this other comedy night and then yeah. I just went and asked him out and he said yes and then yeah, he took me to his comedy night, and I was like, "This is like so scary having to go up and do this because you never know." I mean, you know lots of comedians, but I don't know any. And I was just yeah. thinking, like, "Oh my god!" Like, I couldn't, I, don't, I just couldn't. ever like, I record the podcast, put it up. That's fine. But I don't have to see people's reactions. I just like hear about it later. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I remember him telling me about you.
0: Really? Oh no. Well, I, well, well. I remember him. I remember him t- saying that a. Uh, a girl had asked him out after a gig and that he was going on a date with her. So oh,
1: that's me. Was it, what gig? Where was the gig? Uh, it was this place in, uh, on Kingsland Road towards Dalston. Oh. And it was like a secret comedy club. So like it, you go in the door and it doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like anything. And then it is. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I th- that sounds like, I'm, I'm sure he said that she was Australian. So unless he's got a real niche. Whoa. With Australian girls that ask him out at gigs, it must have been you.
1: (laughs) So random. (laughs) But funny. Um, Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, we have been sent in some of the worst dating advice from people out there listening. And I know that you've got some as well. So maybe we'll just go one-to-one and then we can just chat about them. So the first one, the first submission I got was never text them first. So I... Don't know whether I agree with this because I always end up texting. Like, I'm like a multiple texter in one go if they haven't replied because I get drunk and I'm like, it doesn't even matter. And then I text them. Then the next day I'm like, this is horrendous. Like, <laughs> why is it all blue or all green? Like, I've sent all of them and they not even reply like, doesn't even reply. But I,
0: I think there's a difference between texting first and, like, multiple <laughs> texts, you know? Like, that's I think it's fine to text first.
1: But, like, oh, okay, this I guess depends if we're, like, talking about are you texting first after a date? Like a successful date, I would I'll probably say, be like, yeah. oh, I had a really good time, you know, Like, or is it just kind of like when you're playing, when you're doing, like, cowboy standoffs and it's like, who's going to text first? Yeah. Like that, that sort of game playing, I'm like, I don't know. This is the thing. I think it's, I would love to say that I completely
0: stand by my strong woman 2023 advice <laughs> of, like, hey, fucking text them if you want first, right? Yeah. But I think that I do, my pride gets in the way a bit and I do kind of think like, oh, I'll wait for them to text. But then mm. again, if I really liked them and they hadn't, I would do it.
1: Yeah, and, but then I also get stuck in the thing of like, if they liked you, they would. So it's like, I'm not going to force it if it's not something that they're willing to put themselves out there and do. Do you know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. But I sometimes, yeah, I do... I think it's still fine, like because if you text them quite soon after,
1: yeah, saying like, "Hey, I had a
0: great time."
1: I think that's fine. I think that's fine too. Great. Yeah. Okay, we're in agreement. Do you yeah. have one you want? Do you have one you want to share? <laughs>
0: Loads of people said the worst dating advice they had was be yourself, but like <laughs> someone said that to me too. <laughs> but I think that's that's bad. Yeah, like that's good dating advice. You should be yourself genuinely because somebody said. In fact, you know what? I'll start with. <laughs> the fact that one of my friends who I went on a date with years ago, who I'm still really good friends with now, yeah. said the worst advice was take them to Brixton Fish Market because I accidentally took him to a fish market <laughs> on a date years ago. I thought I was what? taking him to like Brixton Food Markets, you know, like oh. all the kind of little pop-up restaurants and stuff. And I hadn't really researched it. And I was like, Oh, my God. Well, Brixton Market's over here. Anyway, we ended up at a fish market. Did it stink?
1: Did it stink? Yeah, awful. It was awful. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is why I hate going to that. that, There's that place in Dalston where it's at Dalston Superstore or something and it's a fish market in the day and you go there in the night and it just fucking stinks. Oh, yeah. I'm not going there. Like, I'm sick. Don't take me there. (laughs) <laughs> ridley road is it ridley yeah, road? Ridley yeah, road? yeah it's yeah. Road. i'm like i don't want to fucking go there it just stinks and like you go out for a for a smoke or a vape or air or whatever and i'm like i can't breathe like yeah it's breathing in fish i have never thought of that because i used to i haven't been to that bar for ages i used to love it ridley
0: road market bar
1: yeah but i don't smoke
0: <laughs> so maybe i'm just in and then i'm done you know? Yeah, you're protected from the fishy vibes. Maybe I'm just too drunk by the time I get there <laughs> that I don't realise. Um, so, yeah, what I would say is bad advice is to not research what you're going to take someone. what. Um, good advice, 100% look it up on the map.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. And figure it out. Well, yeah. going back to when you said just be yourself, I think I was going to say like that guy we were just talking about, the crypto guy, I was thinking sh- should he – not be himself, or should he be that horrible? And then maybe there is the right girl for him out there, you that's know, the like thing. someone like, who believes in all that stuff, someone who can make
0: lots of money online and be racist <laughs> with him, you know, yeah, just the match made in heaven,
1: like go together and just like save two other people from ending up with you, you know, yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, that exa- that's exactly right, and I think
0: you. You do go into every day obviously wanting to be yourself.
1: Yeah. But I think
0: the more that you feel like you can't be the less you're probably matched. Yeah. But nobody yeah. is their self right at the start I don't think because you are kind of testing like whether your humors the same, you're testing you know, you don't want to kind of have all your quirks mm. out there straight away just because you're sort of seeing how it goes especially if you do already really like them.
1: Mm. Like maybe holding something back is is a good thing. Yeah, a little
0: bit like as long as I think you can be as I think you can be yourself on a sliding scale. There's a difference between that and like being someone that you're completely not.
1: Yeah, you know? that's so true. Yeah. Great advice. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> the next one I had was Age is just a number. So someone said that's bad advice. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah. Quite topical
0: with Leonardo DiCaprio this week. Yeah, dating
1: a nineteen-year-old. Oh my god! I actually can't with him. Wasn't he going out with Emily Ratajkowski as well, like the model? Oh really? Well, at least she's like thirty. That would be like, that would be like a step <laughs> up for him. I know, but then he was. She was probably too old. I think they've already broke up. So
0: he was probably like, <laughs> no, she was born before the year two thousand. I'm out.
1: No. Oh my god! Yeah, I think. Do you know what? I went out recently, so I'm twenty-nine, and I recently went out with a forty-year-old, and it was fine. Like we got on so well, like I really liked him. We liked each other. But I think the thing is, is that if you're at different life stages and you have, you have different wants, especially when you get to this age and like, you know, kids and marriage and stuff is like a realistic thing. Like in your early twenties, I feel like you can go out with whoever, but if you're dating a 40 year old and he like wanted kids or, and you didn't or something, it's it's a conversation you have to have pretty fast and probably before you're ready. Exactly. So, yeah, I think in terms of age, it's just a number. If your goals are aligned, fine. Do what you want to do. But if your life stages and your goals are different, then absolutely not. And I think the likelihood that they're different is is going to be more if you're a different age, you know? Definitely.
0: I think when I was younger, I used to hate. And I never used to understand it as well when people Mm. would say love is about timing. Mm -hmm. as as well as you know compatibility and all the others and all the normal stuff and I'd be like that is so romantic like if you you know (laughs) you're the one you're the one but it's so true like Mm -hmm. it's 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 really really true like if you meet some in fact um my one of my friends her husband is like 13 years older Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um and you know they were on and off not not in a toxic way just like for for quite a few years because she was quite young and she wanted to kind of be young for a bit and then he was like completely fine with that I don't know he was obviously upset that he didn't You know, he wasn't with her when they weren't together, but I think then it they then they were like both a bit older, and then it kind of aligned, and then it worked. Yeah. Um, So it's it's about it definitely is about timing because like you say, you might that guy might have been perfect for you if he was thirty four, but even exactly kind of six years is kind of you know.
1: Mhm. You're out yeah, the stage. 100%. And I think it can work the other way as well. Like timing can work in a positive way when it shouldn't. So, for example, I went out with my housemate in COVID because we were stuck together yeah. for 2 years. We fell in love and we, it was probably someone that I would never normally give the time of day yeah. but that that is because we were too different and so then the pandemic ended and our differences and our different hobbies and stuff became really like they rose to the surface and we were yeah. so like, we we're like we we don't belong together but it was just the, the timing of it all happened. And I think with a lot of other couples they may have moved in together too soon or. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And are you still like. Do
0: you get on? You're just not romantic.
1: Um, no, we don't. We don't talk anymore. Oh shit! <laughs> that's fine.
0: But Yeah, that's, no. I think that's yeah. really true for couple like couples that even were together before mm-hmm. pandemic yeah. because it kind of you put it. You know, you're put in this bubble where real world problems don't affect your relationship. You know.
1: Yeah, hundred so percent.
0: I think that either enhanced or I guess mm-hmm. if you're people with your own lives quite a lot, being then being together, you might be like, oh shit, we don't like each other.
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Did you have another one from Twitter you want to share?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's see what else I got from Twitter. Um, I had the ages just a number thing as well. Did you? Um, yeah. It's always somebody, the same stuff. Yeah, somebody said that. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Mm. I completely agree with this. Somebody said the worst advice they've ever had is if you're not busy, pretend that you are. Like, what's oh, the point what? in starting off a potential romance built on lies? Essentially, like, make yourself seem un- a bit more unavailable than you actually are.
1: Okay, this is an interesting one because I have sort of a thing where... I won't if someone asks me out on to hang out on a Saturday night I get the ick because I'm like don't you have anything better to do
0: yeah no I, I see what you mean but then I think that that I wouldn't mind that so much on a one-off but then if the next time they were like I'm free this Saturday as well I'd yeah think, yeah I know what you mean
1: but then I wonder now I'm like because I didn't really know that this was a massive thing but like if guys are saying that they're busy like does that mean that they're not are they just trying to be cool or are they actually busy Exactly. Like, do, so, do people do this? Like, is it a common thing? I think people do, not not to like an extreme, but I think people are a
0: bit like, and I think people also don't want to give up their Friday and Saturday.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you, a better offer might come in. You know,
0: that, that's the thing, and you, 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 you know, you don't know if, if it's a blind date. You, you know, you might not like them. So I would always, I don't think I ever went on. I think I went on one like, you know, app date or something on one Friday. Yeah. Um, and that was it because the other times I was like, no, I want to see like my mates on a on a weekend. Yeah,
1: <laughs> or you plan to meet them out after because it's just like as a exactly. backup. you need exactly, a backup yeah. plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Another good one that I got through was don't shag on the first date. So this is such this a is polarizing such bollocks. One. I think same because also what if you get five dates in and then they're a crap shag? Yeah. What if you're physically
0: incompatible and you, have but then by that, by that time, you're also kind of like, oh, well, you know, if you're five dates in, you probably like them, you know?
1: Yeah. But then if, what if you like them and then it's bad sex, you're just stuck. It's like exactly. that. It happens on sex in the city with Samantha. And she's like, I can't be with this guy because the sex is just so shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does happen. I think that's absolutely, I think it's also really, um, misogynist advice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, cause because it's sort of like, oh, you guys won't like it. But then it's annoying because whenever you don't sleep with a guy on the first date, they always, like, get obsessed with you. And I'm like, this is so frustrating because you're proving the point. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, oh. But I think, I don't know, there's nothing wrong with, with holding out, but mm. I don't think you should hold out because of some rule, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, like if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. But yeah. it's like, yeah, but don't feel like, oh, I shouldn't go back because it's like the done thing. Like, if yeah. you want to shag someone, 100%. Li- live your life. Like, yeah,
0: exactly. Like, you- you're never going to be on your deathbed being like, I think I had too much sex.
1: Yeah. You know? Oh my God. That is the best qu- that <laughs> quote. That <laughs> quote. Maybe that's the episode title. That's so good. <laughs> no one's on their deathbed saying, I had too much sex. <laughs> that's, what I mean, and the thing is, if, the- if it's a guy that, you know, is going to,
0: is going to, you know, not see you again because you did that. They, He's a they're dick. A, they're a dick,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my god, that is so true. Yeah, it's not someone that you want. And it's like if they do but then the argument comes in. There's that post nut clarity argument yeah. where it's like a biological thing that guys can't help. They're like disgusted by you after. Or is it a guy being like, oh she puts out easily, so she's obviously a slut. It's like if it's the biological one, I'm like, maybe it's not your fault that you're a dick. I don't know. If it's a
0: biological thing, but there's post-nut clarity and then there's after post-nut clarity where you're like, oh, yeah, she was actually kind of nice. Do you know what I mean? I think it's cyclical. Or, or like, oh, yeah, I don't actually think we liked each other that much. I think we're having a good time on the night.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's such a – I think I get that as well. Like, when you have – a, you think you like them on the night and then the next day you're like, oh, actually, I wasn't really feeling it. You know, yeah, right? you're,
0: or you're not excited to see them again. So then you're like, oh, maybe I was just sort yeah. of having a fun night with them, but there wasn't actually a lot of like sexual attraction. Yeah.
1: God, it's hard out here for us, isn't it? Are you, <laughs> are you single, or do you have a
0: boyfriend? I'm not. I'm, re- I'm always single. And recently, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. So exciting. Which is so weird because I keep calling you my friend because I'm so used to being single. <laughs> my
1: friend. Yeah, like if That's I'm at g- so
0: mean. <laughs> if I'm at a gig, I'm like, oh yeah, my friend. Sorry, my my boyfriend is coming like i'm always like my pal like you're friend zoning your own boyfriend yeah like <laughs> full on i think it's because i'm am so, so so used to being
1: single you know yeah so i feel that's like i can so still funny. speak
0: with quite a lot of authority um on the single life because i've 95% of the time
1: you've made it out you got single. out <laughs> yeah hey, it's
0: early doors it's early doors we don't know
1: it's hard out here on the streets i tell yeah. you <laughs> Oh, do you have any more from Twitter?
0: Just seen, I didn't even see this. I've just seen a guy I actually went on a date with who's my friend's brother. Who's great. Um, Yeah. He said, like a lot, love a few, learn to paddle your own
1: canoe. (laughs) That's great advice. I think that's quite nice. Why has he put worse dating advice? Maybe he didn't read it
0: properly. He hasn't read it properly. That's great. So like,
1: like a lot, love a few, learn to paddle your own canoe. I guess that's like learning to be happy on your own. Exactly. He's put good advice there. Well, there's a bit of a yeah.
0: Um, That's
1: really profound. I love it. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, Oh, this is quite topical one. Somebody said they put no Tories on their dating profile, and somebody said they shouldn't do that because they shouldn't, you know, discount somebody at that stage in such a blanket way.
1: Yeah, but, that's really interesting.
0: Which but then I I sort of I wouldn't to be honest, I wouldn't put it on my dating profile because I think it's a bit like
1: makes you look like a it's a bit like, it's like it's kind of like
0: yeah. But mm. I also don't ever think I could date at all. And that's not me being like holier mm. than thou. I just don't think our worldview would align I vehemently opposed to like
1: yeah and I think if you have different fundamental values it's not really gonna last like yeah it depends what you're looking for as well though like if you're looking for a life partner yeah fair enough like yeah. yeah and if you feel that strongly about it as well that it is on your dating profile then maybe someone who also feels that way would be like yes love that energy you know
0: yeah I think I think there's also like if you like you say if you do feel like you have to put it on your profile um you could say it in a way of like probably would li- would prefer someone more left wing. That's a nicer way of putting yeah. it rather than no Tories. Not that I really care about any Tories' feelings, but the point is, like, <laughs> but the but the point is like it is less like confrontational and less kind of you know
1: yeah, it pushes people away. I feel like if I saw that, even though I would never date a Tory, I'd still be like, nah, you seem judgy. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's exactly what it kind of yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, someone wrote to me, aim lower, which is bad dating advice. Cause it's like if you Yeah. Like if you keep getting rejected, aim lower. But then I don't know. Maybe some people are just aiming too high and that's why they're unhappy. Like and also what is what is lower? Like, are we talking about physical looks? Yeah, like, like that's so you know, weird. Yeah. Maybe like I would probably say aiming. For someone that you, or maybe like opening your mind to someone who you're not normally attracted to, is that's a good okay. Thing. That's okay. I, it, yeah, I
0: just I just don't think lower because whatever <laughs> you're because whatever you think is lower is not who you're going to be attracted to because you think they're lower and it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, and you're probably just going to feel like soup, some sort of p- superiority towards them and stuff if you ever got together, which I feel like is a weird dynamic. No, it's never going
0: to work. But one of the things I don't like this isn't necessarily dating advice, but like yeah. Some people have it as sort of a stipulation, so it's kind of adjacent. Mm. I really don't like when... So my my housemate um, used to work on first dates.
1: Oh, and, that's cool.
0: Yeah, and she was saying that um, it's really annoying matching people sometimes because women will have a... Traditionally, will have a height minimum. Yeah. And men will have an age maximum. <gasps> and then she was like, that's the two kind of things that are like uh, a, a bit kind of like... And it is that thing, like loads of women have, like a height thing, and I've never, I've never, no, I won't date an under six foot or whatever. I just Mm -hmm. think that's such a weird stipulation for you to have that you're cutting yourself off from like so many people. It's so specific. I feel like,
1: yeah, and it's just think about the love of your life could be like shorter than you, but you might never, you might never know. Yeah, Um, that that age thing has really just freaked me out. (laughs) so freaked out right now because I'm 30 this year and I'm like oh god oh my god isn't it
0: but then again I think I do think if you're a man with an age maximum then you're not a man that like I want (laughs) to I want to date
1: like it's so true but then you do think like I feel like maybe this is a whole other podcast episode but when I was younger I slayed on dating apps. Like I would be. I came to London. I was on three dates a week. I mean, I had a lot more energy, and I was just out of a five-year relationship, so I was probably like uh, that's dri- probably, driven by me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I was. I'm just thinking now. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just lazy with it, or maybe I'm just, I'm just. People don't have their age setting beyond thir- like 29.
0: No, I think it's. I think it's just that. Mm. No, no bigger factor there is the fact that you come out of a five-year relationship like that. Coming out of a long-term relationship gives you so much energy; it's unreal. I think that's what it is.
1: And also, I was in England, and I was like, "I'm going to have my Notting Hill experience." Exactly, English boys everywhere. You know, yeah, that's
0: (laughs) that's what it was. One hundred percent. Like twenty-nine is you're a baby, Mm -hmm. a baby in arms. (laughs)
1: I've got a um, I've got another good one, and this is a really another controversial one. So, to get over someone, you have to get under someone else. I think this is very
0: polarizing because yeah I agree this can work Mm -hmm. like sometimes I have slept with someone after a breakup Mm -hmm. or whatever and it makes you like not necessarily well it can make you basically feel hopeful again I think because yeah often the person isn't you know like the person you're gonna end up with or whatever Mm -hmm. they're usually a rebound or you know somebody you already know and maybe something's happened and so it can actually make you feel I would say like, oh, do you know what? Everything's going to be all right. Like that was, that was nice. Or like you end up having like a bit of a crush on them and it kind of distracts or it kind of puts the other person in perspective and you're like, oh yeah, this was actually really good fun. Or if it was bad or like not perfect and you're not, you're really not getting over the other person, it can make you feel so much worse. I think, I don't think there's like a middle ground. I think it either really helps or it really like pushes you back into texting your ex, being like, "Are you sure we don't cut? We are doing
1: it." <laughs> uh huh. And another another thing is, if it's really good, you can get the feelings transference. So like you rebound, but then all yes. your feelings from this person go onto the new person, and then you're just stuck with a whole new problem because it's like you you've Fall for this other person based on nothing. Like it's just you're. You need somewhere for all you got because you have got all these emotions. You just need somewhere for them to go. Yes, that's so true, and that happens quite a lot. There should be like a word for that. I think. Yeah. It's happened to,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's happened to me. It's happened to my friends. Um, people just sort of looking to quickly substitute and like, st- like carry on from where they left off.
1: A hundred percent, and like I think as well, especially when people are older and they're wanting to have kids or have a family or settle down, people will do that and settle a lot faster than they normally would because if their relationship ends at like 32 and they had a life plan in place, they will just go to the next person who's also ready, Yeah, which I think has happened to some guys I've dated and won't know names. It's not Ali Woods. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, I feel like I've experienced that a load of times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: that's completely true because, and a lot, another um, common thing is people going out for like years and years and years and years and years and and never, you know, never really committing kind of, maybe they live together, but they don't. You know, maybe one of them wants to get married and one of them doesn't, or maybe one of them wants to have kids and one of them doesn't, and then they break up and like within six months, one of them is like engaged and pregnant. And
1: yeah, it happens yeah. so much. And then suddenly, like you'll be, you'll have someone on Instagram or something, and then you're following their life a bit, and then suddenly they're they're engaged, and you're like, who's that guy? Who's that person? Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Not, the, that's not the boyfriend that I've become familiar with, even though I don't that's know you. That's not the guy in seasons one to six. Like what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, surprise! Pretty Little Lies twist, like yeah, yeah,
0: completely. (laughs) You're right. You're completely right.
1: Yeah, that's so good. Um, I'm trying to find another good one. Okay, this is an interesting one that someone submitted. It's go go out with anyone who asks you, and I actually think that's good advice. Yeah,
0: I don't mind this one. I think people have gone through periods, especially after a breakup, where you end up sometimes you can feel like you've lost your friendship group or you feel like you've lost your social life or it's not just that person, you know? Whereas, and so actually I think this is quite good advice. Um, It's short-lived because don't do it for like a year, like you (laughs) will (laughs) find. Do it for like six months, I think. And you kind of, because often in those situations you end up making a friend or, you know, if it doesn't, do you know what I mean? Or like you end up meeting other people. I think it's definitely a good, I think
1: that's a good thing. And I think if someone is bold enough to ask you out, unless it's someone who like you really hate, yeah, yeah, of course. I yeah. think if someone's bold enough to ask you out, like, good on them. There's obviously they obviously have some good like self confidence qualities that are admirable. So maybe just that is exactly what I think. And I also
0: think like if someone if someone asks you out in real life, they've usually had a tiny snippet of actually getting to know you, right? Yeah. So, like, so I do think, yeah like you say unless you're like oh god you're repulsive no thank you
1: yeah Um, but it's flattering as as well because I mean sometimes you just need a little self-confidence booster and it's not in the form of Instagram likes you know you just want someone to actually be like you're cool enough that I am so scared right now but I want to ask you out like how that is so nice
0: yeah I think I've been on some really really good dates with people Mm. that have just basically had the confidence to just say do you want to go out?
1: Love that. Yeah. Do you have any more from Twitter you want to share?
0: Oh, actually, you'll find someone where you're not, when you're not looking. That's, that's I had divi- that too. That's a divider. I think that's kind yeah. of true, but also it's fine to also make an effort. Like-
1: yeah, I think, yeah, 100% both of those things are so true. Because if you're not looking, like I've not really been looking for the last year. And like yeah. I've had a few flings. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun and everything. And now I'm like, right, this is year of the boyfriend. I'm going to get a boyfriend I feel like this year, but I'm <laughs> – I'm like, I've been on Hinge. I've been like, you know how on Hinge you match with people and then neither of you have a message and then you just kind of stop caring. I'm like, no, I'm actually going to message every single person I match with. I, like it's year of your yeah. boyfriend and I'm putting in a little bit of effort for this year.
0: That's the thing. If you put in effort, you will,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you will get better results. But also I, I understand <laughs> it depends on your like mindset because if you've got a lot going on and you're kind of not not bothered either way, often you end up meeting someone more like in real life,
1: and the thing is, as well, you learn to love yourself and enjoy your own company <clears throat> when you're not looking for something else, and that's what that's when you become appealing to other people. Yeah, because that's your, best, yeah. your best your sh- best self shines through, kind of. Definitely, thing. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So this is the one where I was like, oh, you know, wow. <laughs> um, and he's kind of condemning it because he's, he's saying it's oh, bad God. advice, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's saying my dad used to say if arguing with if you're arguing with your girlfriend and she starts crying walk away as you will agree to anything to stop her crying <laughs> <laughs> what so like in a weird way it's sort of compassionate but it is also sounds quite like problematic <laughs> it just sounds
1: like a toxic male who can't share his feelings <laughs> Yeah, and, but this guy is like uh, saying that
0: was bad advice, so I guess he's on our oh,
1: side. Oh, yeah, he's on our side. Yeah, that's terrible yeah, advice. He's saying like,
0: yeah, that, was bad, that is bad advice. If
1: my boyfriend, if I was crying and my boyfriend got up and walked away, I would literally just start throwing his shit out the window. Yeah, I know. I'd, Get
0: out. Well, yeah, I would not. Can you imagine? Like, you wouldn't be with them after you, if they did that, you know?
1: yeah. Right, we're nearly out of time and I've got one more that was really funny. So Go on. some someone said his drunk uncle told him this on Christmas one year, why make one happy and 99 unhappy? So, okay, sleep with as many women as you can.
0: <laughs> I literally took a second to be
1: like, "What?" Yeah, like, "What? What are we talking about here?" We're talking about it's a numbers game. That's amazing. <laughs>
0: I had a similar one, actually, of that, like, it's an really? endless game and stuff like that. Yeah, which makes it just feel so, like, robotic, you know? I know, but, yeah. My it's... worst, <laughs> I think the worst thing I think of with dating is, yeah. the worst advice is to, like, look them up online before the date. I hate, I'd never do that, yeah. ever.
1: Yeah, unless I've met them on a dating app already, which doesn't really count, then Already, yeah. But, yeah. but also,
0: I think it's fine to do that after a date or two.
1: Yeah, because otherwise but, they don't get the chance to tell you what they want you to know first. That's
0: the thing. Like, that's the thing. And I've had, especially, you know, being a comedian and, you know, you're putting yeah. a lot of your own stuff out there and clips and, like, you know, you're talking about your personal life on stage, which is absolutely fine. But mm. I had a guy that I met on Bumble that, like, was asking me about stuff that he'd clearly, like, he'd clearly watched, like, every single thing I put
1: oh, on Oh, No, the, that's bad. The, the thing is, as well, it's,
0: like, number one, don't do, like... You know, I understand if you watch one thing or if you listen to one thing. I get that. Secondly, don't t- tell me
1: that you've done it. Nah, that's bad. I mean, it's like I've got a sex and relationships podcast. Imagine all the guys, like, yeah. it, it comes up and then they're like, when am I going to be on it? And am like, you're not interesting enough and I yeah. hate you, so shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. I would, I just, I hate that preconceived, like, you know. Yeah. Like you say there's nothing wrong with kind of looking them up after you've gotten to know them a bit if you like them you know but don't don't ruin like all of the discovering things about people before you meet them
1: yeah, and it sort of makes me wish that I was dating in the, an era that didn't have social media because it would yeah. be so different. But then it wouldn't be a numbers game because there's no apps. Like you probably just go out with someone from school and then marry them, which I think is so sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're fine, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Yeah, they'll do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, it's ha- it's been so brilliant having you on the podcast. I've had such a fun time, and oh, thanks thank for you so much. I hope
0: we've we've solved some people's dating dilemmas.
1: I hope you like my chat with the lovely Alex Haddo. Please let me know on my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever, if you have any stories or thoughts of your own to share. Love and Elbow Taps. Peace.